Last week we talked about kind of a general overview and we focused on the idea of work and what that looks like and basically that we are to serve. And so I want to talk about this week water. So uh, we can call it church water. But the idea is that uh, work and water are kind of two different elements. But Paul taught us that they're basically, they work in unity. And the scripture is 1 Corinthians 3, 8. And it says this, Now he who plants and he who waters are one. And each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. So the first question I want to just present to you is, what does watering look like? If we can consider first the idea of a plant, the idea of uh, a seed, planting the seed, uh, watering it, making sure it's in the sunlight. Uh, most of us have a general understanding of what it means to plant and to grow something. Uh, some of us have a, a, a more in-depth understanding, uh, just the whole practice of it, how to uh, you know, propagate, how to set up a plant to, to grow quicker. You know, we have tips and tricks, but the idea is understanding that planting is a process. And so what does the watering part look like for us in correlation to what it looks like to be in the church, in ministry, in service? What does that look like for us? So consider that there, there used to only be a system of wells. So in, in our modern day context, our contemporary context, what we live in right now uh, is very different than the way things were. Consider that there used to only be a system of wells. So a well was the thing that was dug into the ground and there was an accessible point uh, on top, uh, usually marked with like some sort of like a circular, like a, a brick pattern or something, where people knew this is where you go and draw water from. So water in itself, in, in the context of the historical context of where the scripture is presenting this idea, uh, there was a lot more work involved in watering. So whereas for us, we can go to the faucet, turn it on, uh, fill our uh, cup and go you know, water a plant. So in watering back in this context, it, it was actually a, a pretty good um, a chore. It was something that you had to do and go out of your way to do. So you had to, you know, obviously get a bucket, uh, drop it down, reel it back up, and then carry it to wherever you needed to water. So this idea of watering was that it was all centered around something that was uh, labor. There, were, there was manual labor involved, the working and the watering. So watering a plant is not a reactive action. Meaning, when you water a plant, Things don't just happen. It's not that it just the plant comes alive. It, it you know it grows automatically. It turns green. Watering a plant, uh, it you don't get any direct gratitude. You don't get any thank you. The fruit or or the growth or or the direct effect of the water is not immediately recognizable. Let me say that again. The fruit, the growth, or the direct uh, reaction or effect of the water is not immediately recognizable. Now, if I can give you this thought to, to walk away with, uh, watering is an act that requires vision for the future and discipline for the now. Watering is an act that requires vision for the future and discipline for the now. The act of watering is something that we should be familiar with within the church. Uh, we may offer prayer, uh, sound biblical advice. We may offer great suggestions as to the next course of action, uh, scriptural guidance, and we may not see the effect 
right away. Meaning that someone may listen to us, you know, as a church leader or as a pastor or, or just, you know, any sort of uh, uh, deacon or elder, any sort of position that you hold as far as giving counsel and, and offering uh, biblical guidance, uh, we may not see the direct effect right away. Meaning they will, they will turn away and just, you, you'll feel like it went in one ear and out the other. So, and, and the hard part is that there's not even a, a thank you that may be offered. Uh, it might even feel like uh, they were bothered by what you said. Um, it may seem to be a sense of work with no gratification. We have heard the term microwave generation. What we've gotten used to is to be immediately gratified. Immediately. To put something in the microwave and two to four minutes later, whatever we want it is ready. So in our sense and our understanding of those work and water, some of us sometimes may not understand that it is a long-term effect, the act of watering. So this is what we know though, and this is, these are the things that are factual that we need to um, make sure that it's incorporated into the way we serve in the church. And I'm really speaking today to a lot of those that have been in church, uh, serve in ministry, that are part of a team. I'm speaking to those that have like some sort of leadership role. Um, and I'm saying this, uh, this is what we know. In Ephesians 1, 20 through 23, it says this, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And we read again in Colossians 1, 17 through 18, it says this, And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. So we know this. The facts are here. The scripture teaches us. The Bible clearly communicates that Christ is the head of the church. So in effect, every pastor, leader, deacon, bishop, apostle, uh, Christian, believer, worship leader, creative director, children's pastor, cafe manager, art gallery curator uh, is under the headship and leadership of Christ. If you are part of the church, if you're in any Christ-centered, biblically guided church, you are under the headship of Christ. The church is under Christ. So as church leaders in the, in the areas that we serve, we are caretakers entrusted to care for what belongs to God. So we are caretakers entrusted to care for what belongs to God. So as a Christian, we can understand that the perspective that we hold, and this, this pushes aside any title, this pushes aside any position, any authority we may hold or, or have or, or think we have, um, a Christian knows that we are under the authority of Christ. We are under the headship of Christ. And if God has called us to serve the church, to work and water, then we know that this watering part can be an, a very uh, ungratifying role. 
meaning we may not get what we want when we want it. We may not see the effect how we thought it would come, how we may not see it immediately. A parent will automatically take this question and have some understanding. Uh, someone who is not a parent will kind of have to stretch to understand this because uh, what I'm asking is, what if God has called you to help build someone else's life? So this is the role of watering. So when you are building and you're imparting and you're teaching and you're helping someone develop and grow, especially a child, uh, a lot of the things they're, they're not really grateful for. Uh, the, the, actually, the most important things are kind of just as a matter of fact. It's just, it, it is what it is. Uh, th they do say thank you, you know, if you give them a cookie or a candy or a, a special treat of any kind, uh, um, you know, some, an apple, and they're like, oh, thank you. Like, these are my favorite things. Uh, and, and they get this uh, uh, gratitude, and, you, and, you, and it's offered to you, and we gladly receive it. But we do know that the most important elements are some things that sometimes they don't like to hear. A child can be very grateful for those, those treats, but sometimes what we understand as parents is that when you're imparting some of the things they won't like to hear, and, and they'll thank you for the things that they enjoy and they're very pleasurable and easy to digest, but the things that are hard and challenging, there's probably no gratitude offered right then and there. What we know is that in the long run, in the long-term uh, mindset, in, in the way in the future, they will begin to come to a place of understanding that I'm glad that I learned that. I'm glad that someone shared that with me. I'm glad that someone taught me this. I'm glad that they took the time and spoke to me and corrected me and helped me develop and understand. And, and this is the idea of watering. We call The call is to help somebody else grow. What if God brought you into somebody's life to help build them up? What if your role in someone's life was just to water? And, and that's the reality is sometimes you'll have somebody come around you and, and you didn't plant the seed of the gospel. Someone shared about Jesus uh, you know, to them years before or in, a, in another situation and, and whatever reason happened, maybe they moved away, but they come around you and you're able to just water. And, and then what happens is as that plant begins to grow, uh, we can sometimes begin to take ownership. We can sometimes begin to think, you know, oh, whatever they produce is a result of my skills. And it's like, well, wait a minute. All you did was water. Without the person that planted the seed, you wouldn't even have a, had a good role uh, because they would have been nothing. Uh, in Christ, you know, someone, Jesus shows us that he is the head by showing us our role. Watering is a service. Watering is a, a work, a ministry. Uh, it can only be done in humility. Let me explain a little bit further. So because there are times that you will water, there are times that you'll give, that you'll share, that you'll impart into people. And and this is an act or a service that can only be done in humility because the final result you may never see. The final result you may never see. People, uh, you know, they, they, they change. People, people go through different chapters in life. We, we see people often, you know, they, they come to a church or they, they, you know, come to know Christ in a church and then they feel the Lord uh, tell them to move or, or, or they get a calling to go do this or that and they connect with a different uh, ministry or pastor. And, and actually, that's an awesome thing because we can see how the kingdom of heaven is at work here. That it's not those who plant it. It's not those who uh, water. It's, it's Christ who gets the glory. And, and we look at it that watering is a service, a work, a ministry. 
and it can only be done in humility because it's not for your glory. It's not for you. It's for them. It's for the service you offer to Christ. It's for God's glory. It's for the the glory of Jesus. And watering is an act that requires vision for the future and discipline for the now. And I say discipline because it requires discipline to invest, to give, to share, to impart. And, And it's a discipline because we know that that person may no longer be part of what you're doing. You know, we may develop a ministry, you know, with 10 people and out of the 10 people, you know, two might stay. Eight may go on and do other things. I truly believe 100% that this is the call of ministry to develop, to build, to help, to share, to grow and to see them flourish, meaning they grow in, in such a big uh, a way that maybe they don't fit where we are. So I'm just saying that the reality of watering is that it is something that is very selfless. It is something that we look at and we know this is not for my glory. This is so that the kingdom of heaven may see an impact, may see somebody uh, grow spiritually, may see somebody be able to come spiritually mature and impart into other people to offer fruit to other people so they may be refreshed. Uh, The closing question I have is how do I get back to a place of humility then? Because a lot of times I find myself, and this is not specifically to you, this is more that the Holy Spirit spoke to me, I find myself always at that place of thinking that I did that. That was me. that was what I did. And that, that is not a place of humility. Matthew 28, 18 through 21 says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So we know this. That is our mission. Not to own. We know that we are our our uh, our mission. The Great Commission is go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Our mission is discipleship. Now, discipleship, the the watering part, the discipleship, the watering, uh, it includes a very personal element. Uh, we cannot water. We cannot share. We cannot give into other people without being genuine. True giving can only be done out of humility. True giving can only be done out of humility. Meaning when you allow someone into your home and they see maybe an argument between you and your wife. Now, the reality is this. Most people have seen arguments. If you've been in an unhealthy home, you grew up with arguments between your parents. But have you ever seen it in a Christian context where there's an argument and there's a moment of saying, you know what, I apologize. That was wrong of me. I shouldn't have spoken to you like that in front of our guest. I shouldn't have spoken to you like that, period. And this is the reality of what watering looks like. We give, we allow people to see these things that allow them to grow. And in that, we see the Holy Spirit begin to work. We see the Holy Spirit begin to develop somebody who maybe grew up in a broken home and never saw an argument come to a a healthy conclusion. So 
our mission to disciple is done through, uh, number one, a spirit of humility. Uh, we, we give, not just money. We, we give uh, something out of our life. Um, we, we share. Uh, we, we, uh, we allow them to see um, some of the areas that we're still growing in. We allow them to see our humanity, our, our mistakes, our failures. We, we allow people to understand that, hey, I'm, I'm a work. God's working in me. God's allowing me to see. He's giving me the grace to grow. This work is personal. It requires of us to give. It doesn't matter who gives more. Not, not here, not right now. That will be something that God looks at. Uh, when we think of all the issues surrounding us, we know that there is a lot of work to do. There is no spirit of competition when the Holy Spirit is at work. Let me say that again. There is no spirit of competition when the Holy Spirit is at work. When the Holy Spirit's moving, there's no competition because that's all that matters. When Christ is king, when Christ is the head of the church and it's a healthy, biblically-based church, you don't find the spirit of, oh, this is ours. Oh, this is, this is how it has to be. This, you find a spirit of saying, man, I'm so glad that there are other ministries. I'm so glad that there's another pastor. I'm so glad that there are other Christians praying and striving for the same thing. I'm so glad to see the kingdom of heaven uh, uh, working here on earth. Um, there is no strife, no jealousies, no corruption when the Holy Spirit is at work. We don't see that stuff. We don't, when the Holy Spirit's moving, uh, no one, everyone is literally just in awe of who the Holy Spirit is, in awe of who Jesus is, thankful that our, our Father in heaven has done these, th these things for us. When Jesus died for us and shed his blood, he gave us opportunity to be worked on. Our sin by default was cause for condemnation. We were condemned. We were not worthy of being worked on. But the blood of Jesus brought us to that place of being holy, worthy, uh, um, allowed to see, to know. Um, watering is an act that requires vision for the future and discipline for the now. Consider those around you. Consider everything you say and everything you're pouring into and every person that you're connected to. You may never be in a room with them again in your life. They may move to another country. They may move to another city or state. You may never see them again. For whatever reason, things may happen. Life changes, uh, chapters end, you know, new chapters begin. These things may happen. But in the time that you have with them, like allow yourself to understand that there's a future there. And I'm gonna share everything I have that I know that can help them, I wanna share that with them. Because 10 years from now, I want them to look back and be able to say, man, that, that person, they, they just came and they poured into me. I didn't give them anything. There was no return. They just poured into me. And I want to do that for somebody else because that's how we serve one another in the kingdom. Thank God that someone saw the Holy Spirit working in, in us. And, um, and they just said, I, I want to help them. I don't care if this person gives me glory. I don't care if this person is part of my ministry. I just want to help them. I can give you uh, multiple examples of pastors and, and people I've met along our, our journey, along the different countries we've met. Uh, pastors you know, who held uh, large ministries or even uh, they just had large positions and they took time out of their day just to have coffee with me. And, and those moments where I just sat and listened and learned from them. And I knew that I was, I was in a place of only, like I couldn't pay them. I had no value to add to them, but they poured into me. They shared with me. They added some water. And I, and I know this, 
that every single one of them had a kingdom mindset to say, we want to see people saved. We want to see souls saved. We want to see people know Jesus, the gospel being shared. And I, and I leave that today with you. Uh, watering is an act that requires vision for the future and discipline for the now.